It's Tuesday, August 4th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today we discuss unexpected internet backlash, the SpaceX successful mission, the Ellen DeGeneres drama, the Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments, and more. And we kick it off with Lindsay Ferguson. Sitting around on this old couch, strumming my guitar up here in this old farmhouse. I have so many questions, I don't know where to start. Don't know if I even want to go there. It's 2020 and there's just so much plastic filling up the sea, killing you, killing me. That six letter word, it's become too common. Capital C doesn't surprise me. Shocked. I can't be hurt, I don't listen, nothing means a lot Sensory deprivation over medication Can't hear right, see right, do wrong You take my joy, filling me up with great poison in my food Taking my innocence away Too many guns, they're not emptying themselves out Same hands, could've pulled me up instead About triggers, even fireworks, unexpected fear. They even pop pills in your beer. Gotta be careful, gotta be on top. Can't take a break, can't think, can't breathe, can't stop. Happiness is just a word on the tip of my tongue. Climb another rung, get rich, get higher. Go bigger, go better. Spend a thousand bucks on a sweater. Made in China, made in Taiwan, made in India, made with love. into your eyes won't get my hands dirty but i help you spread your lies what garden where does food come from i live in cement metal glass and iron Why don't we do a take test? Wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? Julian That's Dion Comedy Hour. You're okay. listening to the... <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. 
Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is John Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Hey, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Tuesday morning, Tuesday, August 4th, 2020, broadcasting live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> Gets me every time. Every time. That's why I'm with you. You're easy. <laughs> I mean, you're an easy get, like, oh my God. laugh-wise. I mean. Even that's rude. Well, that didn't go well. No, no, it really didn't. didn't. Welcome to the show, everybody. We are live on Facebook, as we are Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. on Facebook.com slash Julian Dion Show. Thank you for listening and watching live if you are. Otherwise, uh, thanks to our listeners on demand, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we're here. The pre-show song was by the fantabulous Lindsay Ferguson, Siren. Siren. Available everywhere you get your music. Stream it, download it, buy it. That song gets me moving every time. Wakefield, and then now in Switzerland, right? I always get Sweden? Yeah, I believe it's Switzerland. Cigarette. Cigarette. Looks like, uh, with the incense here, looks like I'm having a cigarette. Oh, sorry, I'm so easy. Oh, jeez, that was a joke. Rub it in. Mm. Nuggie's here with me in the office. Little guy. I posted a picture on the Julian Dion Show Facebook page right before he's this. such a cutie. I'm going to bring him here more often because he's, uh, again, like I said yesterday, I feel bad for him because of the dog. Anyway. I know. How are you feeling today, my, uh, Gen Z Poo? Pretty good. Tight, like you know, a little sleepy because you had a gig last night in Montreal. 
didn't did. get back until late, so I, I didn't just get... before midnight when I got home. Yeah, I didn't get the right amount of sleep. When you're up at five, you know, it's like... Waste but of I'm time. surprised I don't feel shittier, actually. I think not drinking helps. Like, I feel pretty good. Yeah. Considering I had about five liters of water yesterday. Woke up this morning a tiny bit groggy. Cold shower. Ice shower. Brought me right out of it. But while I was sleeping in this morning, I was negotiating. I'm like, okay. I was doing that thing where, like, okay, do I sleep in? Do a shorter shower? Not poop before the show? <laughs> doing all the math, which is waking you up, Yeah, too. and so I didn't poop before the show, and now I'm regretting it again. Oh, God. Here we go. Don't share. The whole world knows about my bowel movements. Please. What's the big deal? Who cares? I don't know. Uh, you're the only one I think that's like so really? offended by. It. Yeah, I cares? don't think I'm the only one in the no. world that doesn't want to hear about your poop. I don't care. Mm. I don't know. I'd rather hear the word poo though than bowel movement. I don't like that word. I, I found know. it very clinical. Yeah, like it's very specific. I'm moving my bowels to so push gross. out excre- excrements. So gross. And okay, that's gross. I apologize and good morning. Excrements. If you are with us, uh, please give us a share. Throw some comments in there and uh, whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about. It's a loosey-goosey morning. Loosey-goosey. Who's Lucy and why, why is she so goosey? <laughs> this is Hi. the kind of humor you can expect on the Julian Dion Show. Mm. I uh, yes, so I was in Montreal last night doing a show at uh, Jack Rouge. It was fun, but again, I I don't know what. Well, just this COVID thing. I mean, I they were they they were pretty safe. Like it was, was it as pl- safe as everybody was saying? No, I think I misunderstood. I think the guy was just telling me it's a hard room. <laughs> which uh, but they were they were there were precautions there was like plexiglass in between tables and masks wearing and all that kind of stuff but uh, still I'm still I don't know fuck like if I didn't have this TV thing I wouldn't wouldn't bother no I would take a, a more time off I saw our buddy JC Suret mm-hmm. from uh, Moncton Dieppe Dieppe Anyway, good buddy. We started comedy together back in 2006. And uh, I was like, so you've been uh, working? Uh, you slowly getting back into it? He's like, yeah, I've done 39 shows since the lockdown. I'm like, 39? First of all, you're counting? And B, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you not freaked out by the uh, the whole thing? He's like, yeah, I, f- I figure I got it already. I'm like, I don't know. But uh, yeah, he's done 39 sets. I'm like, has there even been 39 days since we've been allowed to do sets? Yeah. And no, the answer is no. But uh, Le, Bordel, Le Bordel in Montreal, they're doing six shows a day, almost every day now, because that's, that club was sold out so far in advance. And so when the lockdown happened, they had tickets sold for you know two months down the road. Almost every day, so they're adding. They're on weekends. They're starting shows at one p.m. Oh wow! Yeah, so they're doing six shows on Saturdays, and hmm. then about four or something like that every. Other. There's twenty six shows a week at this comedy club right now. That's insane. Because <laughs> they can only uh, fit eighteen or eighteen fifty people in there. But anyway, it was good to see uh, JC. We should have him on again. Mm-hmm. Any hoozle, and then so I was getting I. I showed up there. That's one thing with this COVID is it's uh, good parking everywhere. 
<laughs> Especially during the week. Weekends, it's just a, it's normal as, as before. But weekdays, parked right in front of the door of the venue. Kashlau. Yeah. Got to see the positive and everything. That's right. Good morning, but Doug. So, Doug says good morning. Oh, Douglas. I don't know if he was there yesterday. If, if so, he was quiet. Yeah, I didn't hear from him yesterday. Maybe he was thinking like other people. I think a lot of people were like, oh, it's a holiday. Right. Anytime someone's not there, I'm like, oh, they're gone what forever. What have we done? Did we, did we do something wrong? <laughs> anyway. So when I get there to the venue, there's people sitting outside, a couple people inside, and then they, you know, they had the plexiglass and all that. Like I said, they were doing pretty good, but still, I'm just like, uh, I'm, I'm freaked out. I'm one of those people that's, I don't want this virus. Because now, now they're saying, you know, it's a virus like cold sores or chicken pox or, oh or AIDS God. where it doesn't leave your body ever. Where okay, like, so I have a question. Yeah. If you haven't been encountered with it and you get the vaccine, does that mean that you'll never get it? Yes. Well, I want... Sign me up. I know. Uh, oh, yeah? You want Bill Gates to know your every move? Yeah, sure do. <sighs> me too. He's got... He Billy. doesn't have. He doesn't have that much to do in a day, right? He really wants to know that I, I sit around and... Uh, what do I do? <laughs> These days, uh, not much. Um, the first thing that popped in my head, I don't know why, but I won't, I'm not going to say it. But anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah, maybe you don't. The Good morning, Josh. Josh also uh, missed you yesterday. Yeah, I guess it was because it was holiday Monday. But mm-hmm. anyway, so what was I saying? Oh, yeah, because they're saying, you know, it's like a virus and, you know, like the chicken pox. If you get it, it doesn't go away. You just have shingles when you're older and like. You know, cold sores. Mm-hmm. It's always in there. And I don't want that in there. Good morning, Laura. Anyway, so the uh, the two people in front of me d- uh, in line, because I waited in line to get in the venue. I didn't want to scooch past because of the new normal. Mm-hmm. This is new normal. <laughs> and so they forgot their masks. They're like, we want to wear them. We just forgot. And so the venue's like, oh, no, we, we'll provide you some. No problem. They're like, oh, great. Can we have four? Yep. So they he whips out a box of masks and he gives them. And it's just this little black mask. Looked cool, actually. I like the black ones. But just this thin... Oh, hold on for a minute, Joel. Sorry to interrupt, but Josh just said, morning, Jen. I'm not getting any sound. Maybe just me. Oh, I think maybe it's just him. Check. Oh, no. Shit. What's going on? Are we not... uh, Oh, crap. Nobody could have... Nobody said anything. Well, Josh Uh, just did. Check, check. Shit. Why? Hold on. Oh, man. Well, we're having we have sound. Check one, two. We have sound on the audio on the. Um, oh, Laura says me neither. Oh crap! Check now. Are we? Lo- I think we have sound now. Crap. Hey, well, if you want to, uh, by the way, so for our live stream, 
We had no sound. I don't know what what, what the hell happened. It's uh, working now. Uh. But if you want to listen to the last riveting four minutes of the uh, the first four minutes of the show, subscribe on Apple, Google, your favorite podcast platform. Is that Spotify? Sure. Is that Deezer? We're up there. All right. We're back. We have sound. I see it now, and it wasn't... Uh... Okay, good. Dang it. Dang it. It was so, uh, it was so good off the can top. We, can we recap? <laughs> Is, okay, does, recap does... off the top. The song, the pre-show <laughs> song was Lindsay Ferguson. I guess they didn't even hear the song. Shit. Shit. Would that mean they didn't hear the song? Yeah. Crap. Anyway. Laura said, thought it was just my long weekend hangover. Brain is foggy. Damn it, damn it, damn it. (laughs) Uh, Okay, don't let it get to you. It's all good. Anyway, so whatever. sound is on now. Everybody's confirming on. that. So the pre-show song was Lindsay Ferguson. We'll replay Lindsay tomorrow because uh, obviously it didn't go out. It did go out on Apple Podcasts. So maybe we, we, we won't play her tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. What do I knew? And so we said we were tired. Said uh, because I had a show last night in Montreal. Got back around midnight, which is only five hours of sleep. I said Nugget is right behind me here. <laughs> Posted the picture on the Facebook page. Go check it out. Facebook.com slash Julian Dion Show. We're live from Wakefield. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> what else did we say? Oh, that I woke up and did that thing where I negotiated things I wouldn't do in exchange for sleep. I thought maybe I'll poop after the show instead of before so I could sleep an extra 10 minutes and I regret it. Uh, Jen said, that's gross. I said, bowel movements. She said, that's grosser. <laughs> it's very clinical. I said, yes, it's very gross. Bell movements. I'm going to squeeze out excrements. Anyway. Okay. Well, is that, this is what you miss. Maybe this is better with a, the sound you, off. Yeah, you get a chance to like move on from something. We even said, ew, that's gross. Oh, uh, I saying, wish uh, say the uh, parking in Montreal was good last night because of COVID, but I'm still one of these people that's freaked out because it, um, you know, it's a virus. Mm-hmm. I don't want a virus. Yeah, I'm like still fucked up in the head. Sores. Like core sores are cold sores are a virus. Herpes. Herpes. I think that's the same thing. I think a lot of well, no, well, it's a version. Yeah. All right. And uh, chicken pox, and it never goes away. You just like either get shingles later on, but it's always bouncing around in there. And I'm one of these weirdos that doesn't want to get this virus. Yeah, I was just. Uh, can I interrupt? Go ahead. Can I speak? I used to work in a restaurant where we had to say that every time we were going to ask anybody anything. I worked at Milestones, I'll say it, in Vancouver, and they said anytime you want to ask anyone anything, you have to say, may I speak, before you say it. So you'd be in the, especially in the kitchen, because it's really busy. Oh, I thought you meant like to a table, like show up at a table. (laughs) May I speak? Yes, you may. Our specials today. (laughs) Even to fellow uh, co-workers, it's weird. May I speak? Well, you are already ki- speaking. Well, in the kitchen, that makes sense. May I speak? I don't know. I, I didn't used to like say it. that all the time. Chef, may I? Yeah, but... May I? Totally. Because they're friggin' rattled. There's a million things. May I things. speak? It just feels weird. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. That's what you wanted to say? No. Oh. I was saying... Oh, yeah, about the virus. I just watched a video on the news about this man who... Somewhere in Ontario, he is a man who got COVID and he was in an induced coma. He thought 
he woke up from induced coma to see a smiling nurse's face. And he thought his wife had dropped him off the night before. And he was in induced coma for 25 days. 25 days. Wow. Yeah, I saw someone on, uh, in the States, same thing. Mm-hmm. Their son was, is 20, 21 and didn't really care, <clears throat> care much about all social distancing and stuff. I mean, it is hard to keep 21 years year olds at home. Let's let's be real. And he went to a party and brought COVID home and his dad was diabetic and went to, um, was on a ventilator for 20 days. And the la- last thing he remembers was uh, Father's Day. But he went to the hospital a few days after that. He did a Facebook Live from the hospital. He doesn't remember any of it. Just remembers Father's Day, waking up and then waking up 20 some days later. And he's okay now? Yep. Well, this he's recovering still in, ho- in the hotel. Hotel. Hospital. This guy, same thing. He was on a ventilator and he got off. Because you hear about these ventilators and then no one gets off. And a lot of people die once they get to the ventilator Yeah, but stage. are you really in the mood if you're on a ventilator? What? You said no one gets off when they're on these ventilators. Oh my God. That is such an inappropriate, weird joke. That's not even funny. Anyway, so he got off. Um, okay, so after he came out of a coma, out of a coma, out of coma, out of coma, out of a coma. Yeah. Do you want to move on or? Hey, <laughs> excuse me. You know what? You're not always like I, super it's a, riveting it's a, it's a and joke. interesting. Of course. Just a, FYI. Okay. You're always quick to sh- let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Is that what we're doing now? No, that's what I'm doing. Ah, 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 ah. I'm going to quit this show. Anyways. So, but he said there's like, you know, whenever it's done, it's like whenever you get out of the hospital and it's, and you don't test positive anymore, it's not necessarily always over, kind of like what you were just saying, but he actually had to relearn to walk and he has a lot of pain in his muscles and he, yeah, he's like slowly getting back into life. I saw this one person i'm on i'm friends on facebook with i think she works at a comedy club that uh comedy club uh, are you did you send me something no oh jeez hold on uh which comedy club um i think bordel bordel by oh yeah i mentioned this too i saw i ran into buddy uh my good pal jc chiret yesterday mm-hmm and he's done 39 shows since the lockdown has been lifted since... I'm like, how have you done 39 shows? Has it even been 39 days mm-hmm. since... Uh, and he's like, no, but the, the Bardel Comedy Club in Montreal, they're, they're doing... Like on Saturdays, they're doing six shows a day to catch up for mm. tickets. Because uh, people, it sells out so far in advance, people had uh, tickets, you know, two, three months down the road when the lockdown happened. And then... Uh, Nothing. So to catch up, they're doing like on Saturdays or six shows starts at 1 p.m. But anyway, there's somebody. I think she works at Bordel. Anyway, in my news feed. And um, the CBC or Radio Canada in French interviewed her. And the headline is uh, three months later and still sick. Meaning she's gotten over COVID. She's in one of these quote recovered stats, statistics. But... Um, she's still experiencing, you know, health issues from it, directly from it, okay? And you should see, you should see, um, 
the hold on let me let me find and i'll translate it because it's in french let me just uh oh come on you should see the vile hatred that she's been met with why because people are saying i i find this is a common thought in quebec more more than any other place i don't know if it's because i have a lot of people uh, on from quebec on my news feed but what a lot of people think this is a scam and you know freedom fighters and like that is so rude to a her a lot She's of co- no suffering. i know imagine this okay imagine this so she she posted oh it's the uh, Jour- journal de montreal that interviewed her and it's um she her post was i've been contacted this week by a journalist uh with a, a support group via a support group uh, to share information about being a person that has had COVID-19. And uh, she's been... Th- so, so what's coming out of this group is there's a lot of people that um, are having a hard time. I'm translating here, which is why... Sorry, Jen, if this is not riveting. Oh, that's okay. Uh, difficulty to get rid of uh, certain symptoms that have um, incapacitated them daily even three, four, or five months after getting the virus. And uh, she goes, we don't really hear much of the long-term effects but uh, because we don't really know them. Right. Even my doctor doesn't know uh, what to say regarding all this. Um, Anyways, she said, uh, save your close ones from this um, awful virus uh, by all means necessary. So then she just posted this article of her being interviewed. The picture is her holding her dog by a leash on a uh, walking trail. You should see the comment. So this this one comment, I'm going to read a few. This is how insulting and how insane people are now. So this is a first-hand account. Someone's that's like, look, I've been healthy my whole life. She's in maybe her late 20s, early 30s. No pre-existing conditions before. She got COVID. And three months later, she's still dealing with certain health issues that are directly from getting the virus. And we know this, know this because she's not the only one. Other people that have gotten the virus are going through the same thing. And it's not something... Um, made up. Or, made up, yeah. yeah. So then, all right. So, let me just skim through the comments. Most people are like, wow, uh, amazing. Uh, get better. We're, thanks for sharing all this. Then this one person wrote. Uh, sorry, I should have pulled this up sooner, but... Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, so this one person goes, this is a mild one. They go, for me, the only thing I retain from this is that you have COVID three months later and you're gone working. I'm sorry, but uh, we're wearing masks so we don't uh, infect others. Uh, What are you doing working? Uh, What are you doing working while still having the virus? Okay, so it starts like that, which she d- it, we all know uh, you're contagious for 14 days. And then after that, she's out of the woods, technically. She's just experiencing other 
side, uh, you know, side effects from having it. Uh, this other person, uh, I can't see it. I think maybe they were deleted the comments, but I took screenshots yesterday. This one uh, girl goes, and what if it's other things? Question mark, question mark. The doctors just haven't looked deep enough. Oh it's probably God. not what you think. Have you thought of doing scans and other tests and everything? Oh my God. So this, so her doctors are saying your symptoms, what your experiences is, uh, experiencing is directly related to COVID. Yet this person with no medical background yeah. is coming on her profile and going, what if it's other things? You know, doctors obviously just haven't looked deep enough. Hold on. Let me, I think, I can't imagine that she's deleted the, the comments. I so. think that it's like no coincidence too that Montreal had some of the highest cases because with that kind of attitude of thinking that everything is fine and it's probably a made up thing, obviously it's, it makes sense that they would have more cases. This other person, right? Go- yeah. This other person goes, hmm, a new profile from a woman that there's no post pre-May of this year. Suspicious. Oh my gosh. As if she's fake and made up to push this COVID agenda. Oh my gosh. And then she's like, uh, yeah, you don't see my post because of my privacy settings. We're not friends on Facebook, like douche. And they're like, and the person keeps going, I don't know. I don't think you can change settings on Facebook to this, to, to be that specific. So this is all very suspicious. She's like, I've had my account since 2008. Anyways, back and forth. This other person shared the article and went, wow, in a walking trail with their dog, they're laying the ground for us to wear the masks at all times. Like, so, so she shares her story and she's met with a wave and more people Almost more people that are attacking her than positive messages. So people that have no medical background, that have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, go on her profile and and shit on her experience that she's she's just sharing. She's like, listen, this is what's happened. And they're like, nope, you're a fake person. Nope, the doctors are wrong. They haven't looked far enough. One other person uh, put... In the comments, have you looked into zinc? Zinc deficiencies can cause a lot of the symptoms you're experimenting. All of a sudden, everybody's a doctor. Everybody. Just, yeah. It must be so infuriating to be a doctor during these times. I mean a real doctor, not one that uh, claims you get visited by uh, demon snake penises in the middle of the night. I mean legit, credible doctors. Of course, you're re- referring to that video of the quote-unquote um, yeah, front the America's line. frontline doctors. Yeah, in case somebody didn't see that. But well, I, so I have a friend who's a doctor, and even when when people started Googling, like when, whenever you were able to go online and do that, because uh, obviously, and he's he's older than I am, and he remembers a time when people didn't just Google symptoms. They came into the doctor, they asked what was wrong, the doctor told them, and they're like, okay, thank you. Now people come into the doctor's office and they say, well, I Googled this and I Googled that. They act, He actually has to say to them, don't just do yourself a favor. Do me a favor. Don't Google any symptoms. And it's so ridiculous. I was saying I did a show last night in Montreal and, uh, you know, they take all the, the precautions necessary. And still, though, if I didn't have this TV thing in, in August, I wouldn't be doing these shows, but... I kind of have to right now, and I'm being very, very cautious. But anyway, I'm on uh, in line to get inside, 
And the two people in front of me, they didn't have a mask. And I usually would just scooch past and say, I'm a comic and mm-hmm. go in. But I'm waiting in line to get in because I don't want to, you know, get mm-hmm. in anybody's hot breath face. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, we forgot a mask, but we want to wear them. But, you know, we just forgot. So the guy at the door is like, uh, and props to this uh, Le Jack Rouge in Montreal because they, they're doing it well. So he goes, uh, oh, no, we'll provide you a mask if you want one. And he's like, oh, great. That'd be great. So he whips out this box and just takes out a mask, a black mask, and hands it to him. And as he's handing it to him and he puts it on his face, it's just this little thin square piece of fabric. And I'm like, it's wild that friendships, uh, family ties are all being torn apart because of this little fab piece of frab- fabric to put on your face in consideration for others. It's insane that this has turned into this huge conspiracy. It's just a little, it's not a microchip. It's not a forced vaccine. People are like, it's a gateway. You start with, you you know, you succumb to the mask. Next thing you know, it's mandatory vaccines. This little piece, it looks like a Kleenex, like a facial tissue. Put put on your face. What did remember? We went to a restaurant here in Wakefield, and two guys were leaving with no masks on. No, they they had it on. They were just holding it in front of their face. Oh, they went from their table to leaving it, and then as they leave, they go, <laughs> "Covid idiots!" I'm like, "That's our term for people like you, for people like you, dummy. You can't take that." Can you get? I'd I'd love to know if anyone's been fine so far being out in a restaurant without a mask on. Have you heard anything? Has been fined? Yeah. Oh. No, I haven't heard anything. But anyway, I think I'm starting to... Because uh, I admitted yesterday, for me, I'm, I've been feel guiltily at the last couple of weeks feeling like this is pretty much over. But now I'm like, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going the other way. I agree with you. I don't want to... Go out for dinner? No. No, and I... I'm done. Me too. And I, I feel... I do feel like I want to support restaurants of course and especially here in this community that everyone is so great and everybody's doing the right thing it's just you know on the priority list it's like really are we gonna i don't think we should like it's just not time it's not yet not yet if you look at the uh and by the way i just sort of interrupt but there's two restaurants here in wakefield uh fomagerie and village house that closed but fomagerie tested the owner and uh, staff had got tested and they're negative so they are going to be reopening but village house is staying closed so the uh and if you're looking worldwide cases are going up canada we're slowly going up again and then people are like oh it's because you're we're wearing masks and the cases are still going up it's like yeah but we're not wearing masks yeah in, in quebec city Yesterday or uh, three, two, two days ago, over the weekend, there's like twenty thousand people that wanted to um, uh, to to protest the not wearing masks. I I want to see. I I don't I don't know if it's twenty thousand. I want to uh, get the exact number, but um, citing skepticisms, conspiracy theories, protests held against max, masks, or uh, oh, it was in Montreal and Quebec City. Uh, can you give us a number? No, I don't know. We have a first-time listener, just as a positive side note. Oh, yeah? Jonathan, hi, good morning. He says, first-time listener, fellow Wakefielder. Oh, nice. Welcome, uh, Jonathan. 
Yeah, Jonathan, just so you know, we're also available. Um, if you ever don't have a chance to watch us live on Facebook, we have a podcast anywhere podcasts are available. So if yes, you wanted to check yeah. that out. Nerfect. Nemata Neromo. Hello? Hello? Anyway, I don't, I don't want to be too uh, on the masks and nonstop COVID, but... Uh, hey, like it's, it's the not, world we listen, it's not, live in. It's not over. And so uh, I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, sick of it. I want to go back to normal. I know. But it's we're I far wonder, from it. I wonder if we're able, I wonder how many, what percentage of the population is going to be able to avoid uh, being exposed to it and get vaccinated and actually avoid ever getting it. Like, you know how I don't get cold sores? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I've been able to avoid that. Some people never got chicken pox. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is I wonder what the percentage of people it'll be. I mean, that, that's an incentive for staying home more. And I, I just, to just uh, add to your point earlier, you know, everybody is doing the right thing and people are still getting viruses. However, even when you're the kind of person who's wearing masks, doing all the right things, you know, we're human beings and we are connecting. So like, even if you have a bubble of people, you don't know, you know, like we have yeah. a very small amount of people that we see and if everyone's doing the right thing there's still you forget i mean we've spent a lifetime living freely and not worrying about these kinds of things yeah so yeah you're gonna bump into someone uh, the other day we were hanging out with someone and they they fist bumped and i thought that's not even okay maybe the elbow but you don't, don't even fist bumping is okay? no not the back of the hand no Really? I don't. No, I don't because you're touching so many things in your hands, but your elbows don't really touch anything, but your even the back of your hand could be touching something. It's very contagious. Yeah. It's scary. I don't know. I'm really yeah. Hmm. I'm pretty scared. Well, the the thing the thing with fist bumping is that if you fist bump, you're not going to rub your face with the back of your hand. It's the touching of the face after you shake hands and touch things. That's how you Well, you know what's funny is like I I I know what you mean by that, but then you think to yourself, well, I, I'm not going to use the inside of my, my palm because I'm touching things. So I will use the back of my hand. Like right now, I would just take the back. You do use the back of your hand to rub your nose. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying the hands are, I don't know. It's better to do the elbows. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Anyways. This is how crazy the world is. We had... Uh Two astronauts that landed the other day in the ocean and nobody watched. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a shit about this kind of stuff anymore. I, I wanted to talk about it yesterday and I forgot. Bob and Doug. Two astronauts named Bob and Doug splash landed. The first splash landing in 40 years oh, in wow. the ocean. Yeah, not since the Apollo missions as there because they used to have the shuttles after that where they would land like a plane. But they splash landed in the ocean and it was barely talked about. It was the first ever privately manned space mission. Huge success by all accounts, SpaceX, Elon Musk. And uh, nobody talked about it. These two guys fell from space at 17,500 miles an hour, 22 times the speed of light or sound, not light. (laughs) That'd be Uh really fast. And uh, people are just like, mm, wear your masks, sheeples. Go ahead. I know. It's like, 
It's like science has taken a second seat to everything, including space travel. It's crazy. What did they? What was the purpose of the uh, space travel well, of that mission? It was for SpaceX. Sorry, I keep stepping on you today. I'm yeah. sorry. Well. We good? Mm-hmm. The um, the mission was to uh, send these two guys on the first ever privately owned rocket but didn't they do anything up there while they were up there? yeah yeah they were on the they were on the space station Imagine for they don't do anything oh shit we forgot to do anything we were on yeah like, you want us to go back go? should we go, go back <laughs> where did they go mars so imagine you know how like sometimes you go to a room and you're they like didn't really oh. go to mars they went to the uh, space station <laughs> I don't know. I thought you'd catch that right away. I wasn't really. I was like oh. half listening. Um, <laughs> you know why? Because weren't we talking about a mission? I'm tired too, by the way. Yeah. Going but to Mars, remember? We were talking about that. Were we? Yeah. Isn't there an ocean? Didn't they say that oh, there yeah, could have been yeah, an ocean? Yeah. So shut up. Yeah, but that'd be a huge deal, sending humans to Mars. Yeah, they just went to chill. Yeah, we were talking about how long it would take, take nine months to get there or something mm-hmm. like that. Anyway, whatever. It's okay. Whatever. They went up to the space station for I was trying to make 64- a joke, but thanks. What Bye. was the joke? Well, you know when you go into another room because you need to go and get something, but when you get there, you completely forget what you went in there for. So say you go all uh-huh. the way into space and say, what did we come here again hmm. for? Did you bring the notes? I thought you had the notes. <laughs> oh, no, the notes. Yeah, Josh says, all I can picture is the McKenzie brothers rocketing through our atmosphere. <laughs> Bob and Doug McKenzie. I know. And uh, <laughs> nobody talked about Poser. it, I feel like. Posers. And uh, it was amazing. Yeah, they just went to the space station for 64 days and, and doing some maintenance and repair and experiments and stuff like that and, and came back. And um, I was watching because they... And then they had... Uh, they had another crew member from, I think Russians were up there. I don't want to get that wrong. I think so. Because there are other people in the space station. And you see pictures of them landing in the ocean from the space station because all these boats went to get the capsule and everything. Anyway, it was pretty uh, insane accomplishment. And yet nobody really uh, batted an eye. Mm-hmm. It gets... I was like, yeah, I'm it, right. No, think, I'm right. Do you think it's because it's it was private? No, private or not, it's it's huge news. Yeah. Huge news. I mean, it's not private in the sense that, like, private information. I just mean it's not a government agency. I mean, NASA and SpaceX teamed up, but it's it was a private company that uh, was the endeavor. Hello? Oh, my God. Laura just made a funny comment. What up? So she was just replying to Josh's. All I can picture is uh, Bob and Doug. Mm-hmm. And I said, take off, eh? And she said, just a two-four of stubbies for supplies. Yeah. Stubbies. They do. Some, Remember stubbies? Uh, they're cute. I feel like there's, every once in a while, you'll see a version of like a Molson Canadian and they'll do a stubby. They should do that again. They should. And Red Stripe is like that. The beer from Jamaica, they have those stubby bottles. Adorable. Ellen is uh, trending again. Yeah, I People heard. People want to cancel her. Yeah, what uh, the for hell? For no reason. I mean, who cares? Because she, she can be mean. So what? 
You can be. I care about that. Why? Because if you're getting this many people complaining, because she's a fraud. You can't be like, oh, uh, I'm. I'm Why is she a fraud? Has she not helped thousands of people? Yeah, I know. But on their show and doing nice stuff for she can't mistreat and be like a complete bitch to the people she works with. But then, but it's not a reason to fire someone. You can you can have a show and still be a bitch. Well, I don't think this is actually just being a little bit of a bitch once in a while. I think it's bigger than that. Because why why is this being brought up so much? Like she must be, I don't know. Hard to work with. No, no but she must be incredibly hard to work with. I've heard. I, I had heard stuff like that about Johnny Carson, like people say that about him. Yeah. From when he was alive and had his show and everything. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's cool, but I don't think it's a reason to cancel her. Like fire her show, like uh, for her to lose her job over being rude. I don't think, I think it's beyond rude. Did you hear anything? Yeah. What What did you hear? I heard that she's she's uh really really cruel to people. Like Here, in, I'll get like you some details. Yeah, give me some deets. Okay. Like unless uh you know she was racist or anything like that, was she? Let's see. Anyway, I think people are just too sensitive. I mean. The downward spiral of Ellen DeGeneres' public persona, a complete guide. Okay, we're getting, guide us yeah, through it. Yeah, go ahead and chat, and I'll find some stuff while you're chatting. Oh, isn't it the guide? Can't you just read the guide? Well, it's like a whole article. You want oh, me to read yeah. the whole article? No, but yeah, I just find, uh, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe there's something I'm seeing, but people are like, she's mean and rude and hard to work with. Okay, why are we calling for her to get fired then? She's far well, from being the rude person, uh, the only rude person that's, you know the amount of pressure she must be under? Degenerous, which culminated in a much more serious way last week after a pair of BuzzFeed articles alleged a toxic work environment on the Daily Talk Show, as well as allegations of sexual harassment and misconduct by producers. I guess that's not her, though. Mm-hmm. Producers. Yeah, that so, I heard. Like um, some big wigs, uh, like some high ups there were sexually harassing people. Former employees. Well, why don't they get fired? Former employees say Ellen's be kind talk show mantra masks a toxic work culture. If Ellen wants to have her own show and have her name on the title of the show, she needs to get more, be more involved and see what's going on. Um, She built her whole brand on the motto, be kind with lavish giveaways and acts of charity, but behind the scenes, current and former employees are uh, on her show say they faced racism, fear, and intimidation. That be kind bullshit only happens when cameras are on. It's all for the sh- all for show, uh, one of her former employees said. I know they give money to people and help them out, but it's just for the show. He said, um, BuzzFeed spoke to one current and 10 former employees of the Ellen DeGeneres show, all of whom asked to remain anonymous, fearing retribution from that from working there they said that they were fired after taking medical leave or bereavement days to attend family funerals one employee who claims she was fed up with comments about her race essentially walked off the job 
Others said they were also instructed by their direct managers not to speak to DeGeneres if they saw her around the office. Most of the former employees blamed executive producers and other senior managers for the day-to-day toxicity. But one former employee said that ultimately it's Ellen's name on the show and she really needs to take more responsibility. If she wants to have her own show and have her name, that's that quote I already read, things are... um, I think the executive producers surround her and tell her things are going great. Everybody's happy. And she just believes that. But her responsibility goes beyond that. Um, Well, if they're telling her that and they're her people, I mean, well, I just don't think, okay, sure. Expose it like you are, but to fire her, that'd be insane. Says here, a black woman who used to work on the show said she experienced racist comments and... She said that she was hired. A senior level producer told her and another black employee, oh, wow, you both have box braids. I hope we don't get you confused. Um, yeah, so but that's that senior a producer. producer should be fired. Yeah. Not that's, Ellen. That's true. Like, she can't, she can't know everything that's going on. Well, Hello? N- once she knows, I guess she has to do something about it. And maybe she... If if it's at this point now where it's in the media, then she must have been told. I mean, the show, it's not like the show's four years old. The show's 17 years old. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden now she needs to be fired because, I don't know, I think fire the executive. Uh, all right. I guess not. This is not generating. No, no, a, no, we no. Can move on. I see, I see where you're coming from. I guess if we get more information, then we'll be able to. Yeah. Maybe I'll take a look at it a little bit closer. <laughs> okay. I guess I'm just waiting for what? Yeah, that. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. Here's your daily dose for Tuesday, August 4th. So now with, um, this is an interesting story, with many, many, like nearly 2 million Canadians out of work. Did you know that? And with personal anxieties over health and financial issues mounting, jury duty will become even more unpopular. So I guess court, like regular court, sessions or I'm sure they'll have the plexiglass and do all the precautions but they're going to be going back into the courtroom Mm -hmm. so jury duty is going to be uh, back and there are people insisting that fighting for better pay for jury duty because jury duty pay can't seem can't be seen as just an honorarium or a thank you anymore it has to be seen as income replacement and it, and it has to be seen as a catalyst for participation. And right now, it's it's really bad. I mean, it depends on each province. And I have a list of all the different provinces of how much you get paid for that. But have you ever wondered, like, I wonder if... Do you know anyone who's been called for jury duty? In my life? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? I don't. And how was their experience? Actually, I say that, I don't know. I just assumed that yes, but... I don't know. It says, although jury duty might be the last thing on people's minds right now, summons 
will begin roaring back into uh, mailboxes soon of people. So look for that. And Watch, we're going to get one. Whoops. I know, right? Now that we say that. So um, there is someone, there are people fighting to try to get, to raise jury duty pay to at least the level of minimum wage, which would be approximately 120 per day. Mm-hmm. And they're urging the federal government to fill in the gap. So I guess, like I said, different provinces have different amounts that they pay. Right. Um, here's an example of stuff that you just wouldn't realize about jury duty. So the fact that you don't know, you can't think of anyone. And I don't, I've never known anyone who's actually been called. Yeah, I guess I don't. I just assumed I must, but. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's you know, I'm sure not all Obviously, not all cases are going to be crazy or long or intense, but some are really, you know, it's and it's stuff you don't hear too, too much about because they're sworn to secrecy, these mm-hmm. these uh, people who have to be on the jury. So this man named Patrick Fleming was able to get full-time pay from his employer, which is very unusual, like it's not common, when he served as ju- jury foreman on the 10-month trial, 10 months he was on this jury of a woman named Jennifer Pan, a young Markham, Ontario woman who was sentenced to life with no parole for 25 years for arranging the murder of her parents. Oof. I know. And her mother died in the attack and her father survived. Oof. Isn't that crazy? Like shit like that's happening in Markham, Ontario. So what? What's the point? So the point is that Fleming, it's just, well, first of all, the, that's just... That itself is interesting, but the man who was on the jury for 10 months, he said he recognizes that not not everyone enjoys the same job benefits because he got to have full pay for 10 months, right. especially in a pandemic crippled economy. On top of it, he says, when you serve as a juror, you have to pay your own lunches. Imagine, like you're not getting paid much and then just go get your own lunch, pay for your yeah. lunch. And he says... Um, Okay, so for instance, here's here's uh, just breaking down the different different provinces. Newfoundland and Labrador, this is the only province with legislation that stipulates employers must grant a paid leave. So they have to in Newfoundland and Labrador the employers make you they make the employers pay, even if somebody's gone on jury duty. Nova Scotia gives forty dollars per day. Mm-hmm. Parking is reimbursed. It's really like crazy because that's why that's one of the reasons people don't like jury duty because you don't make any money. Yeah. PEI, same kind of thing. Quebec, you get a hundred. So if we get called in, hundred and three dollars, hundred and three dollars per day, or part of the day, and it can be increased depending. But anyway, having all of this, this is the part that I found quite interesting. On top of the pay issues, jurors can also pay a psychological and emotional price for their service Um, because it is illegal. This is crazy. It's illegal in Canada for jurors to speak with mental health professionals about court deliberations due to the jury secrecy law. So you can have all these issues because jury duty can take like a heavy toll. Like on, on this guy that I'm talking about, that 10 month trial, yeah, he, he was majorly screwed up after, after mm. that jury, after that trial. Cause imagine you have to listen to all these details of all these terrible, scary things. Then he would go home and he wouldn't be able to talk to his family about it. So he just like, he said he would like isolate himself at home 
because he couldn't talk to anybody, none of his friends, no one. Right. Anyway, so crazy, okay. eh? Yeah, wild. I thought that was going to cause more of a conversation. Oh, really? You're just like I don't know. Oh, and mm. oh, look who's trying to dictate uh, my reactions now. I'm not a robot, eh? Remember? Mm. Fun. Oh my god. Um. Jeez. So. Here's an here's an interesting uh, as bars and restaurants are beginning to reopen across Ontario and other provinces, and other provinces continue to see a significant rise still, like you had mentioned earlier, of COVID nineteen cases. Um, many people, uh, including infectious disease experts, are suggesting that we ease up on public drinking laws. Because like fountains and stuff like that? No, like uh, you can be able to imagine anyone drinking at a fountain right now, a public fountain, mm. um, uh, being able to drink alcohol outside. Oh, right. Just because you're so not a drinker now, you're like uh, drinking water <laughs> outside. No, um, instead of going inside to a bar, because a lot of a lot of cases have come from that. You're inside, you're in close quarters, but outside you can really socially distance. And in Toronto, I guess they're giving out tons of fines in parks for people drinking outside. But really, they're saying that our our summers are so short too. Like, why not just ease up on the drinking yeah, laws? Make it Vegas everywhere. Yeah. I mean, who cares? I guess it's obviously it's because of the excess. People are, are very excessive. Yeah. Uh, can be excessive. And another issue that they bring up about letting people drink outside is that it's an equity thing too, because not everybody can afford to go to to restaurants and bars and pay the price of what those drinks are. Um, but, but many people can go and afford like a bottle of wine and go to a park and have a picnic. But they say that they're not really concerned. The police are not concerned with somebody who goes and has like a couple beers at the park. It's that excessive getting wasted. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. Of a, yeah. Yeah. It'd be a free for all. I don't know. Like, you know, you, you and I and, uh, cut like my dad and, and my stepmom, we all went for, you know. Uh, yeah, that was very reasonable. Yeah, very reasonable. We had one beer. It's not like... I don't think they're worried about people like that. Uh, here's some good news just to cap off everything with the Daily Dose here. Single-use plastic bags. The sales in England have fallen dramatically since a five-pence charge on each bag was instituted starting in uh, t- 2015. So, you know, Europe often has these initiatives way before we do here. Mm -hmm. And they say that overall plastic shopping bags use has fallen by 95% in England's main supermarkets. So that's very encouraging. It says that plastic bag use shot up. It got really crazy in 2014 as consumers used an average of 140 bags per year, accounting for 61,000 metric tons of plastic. And we've all seen how devastating the impact of plastic bags can be on the environment mm-hmm. and in water. And so, na- if they produce more, do they just throw these in the uh, ocean? Pr- produce what? Bags. What? I'm just trying to make a joke. Trying to make it light. Mm. <laughs> so the five. Jeez, are you mad at everything I say? Even no. if it's not, you're like, mm, okay. I didn't get it. All right. 
The five pence tax applies to unused and unsold plastic bags as well. And um, there's all these, like, now what's cool about it, too, is that there's all these, like, side projects where it's, like, innovative product project to offer consumers a bag for life, which is this, um, a bag that's made from recycled plastic. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you're, you know, done with it or whatever, it could be recycled again and made into a new bag. So anyway, that's very encouraging. And, um, I think, I think the plastic bag thing or bringing your own bag is similar to the mask thing. There's been many times where I go into a store and I'm like, Oh no, my mask. And, and it's the same as when we had to start bringing our own bags. Right. Why aren't freedom fighters fighting for plastic bags? Yeah. Why don't they start using plastic bags as a mask? Just mm. kidding. No. Ten grand <laughs> saying kill yourself. No. <laughs> That's your daily dose for today. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All right. Okay. And that is your daily dose for Monday, Tuesday, mean Tuesday. Oh, it's a dreary day. Our energy is dreary. Yeah, it's not a good show today. <laughs> no, it really isn't. Stop. I'll admit it. Don't say that. That is not true. This subpar episode is brought to you by Gringo's Above Par product, Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor and go to Gringo's Blazing Sauces for a wide selection of all some of the best hot sauces, jellies, salsas, grilling sauces out there. Trust me, I'm a pepperhead, I know. Chef by trade, Doug Knight and his wife, Laura. Our friends and yours are obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor and they nail it every single time. These things are unbelievable. Our fridge is full. Fill your fridge up. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. It's free shipping for orders over $40 in Canada. And they ship all over North America. On top of the free shipping, listeners of this program get an additional an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5 at checkout. So if you go to gringosblazingsauces.com, all right? Pick a few products right. from mild to hot, salsas, jellies, or grilling sauces. Okay. Fill your cart. Love it. Go over 40 bucks, which is really nothing. No. And uh, you get free shipping if you live in Canada. Throw in JD5 as a promo code. You get an additional 5% off. That's right. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com, gringosblazingsauces.com. I love it. <laughs> what? Nothing. What? I'm just giggling. Jeez, uh, sensey. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't like the show today. Okay, well, can you stop saying that? <laughs> See? Anything I say, you're feisty about against it. All right. <laughs> Today's show was, uh, mas o menos, as they say Spanish, which means more or less. I don't know. It was fine, but it felt like <laughs> we couldn't really get a flow going. <laughs> We did a lot of back and forth fighting. Ooh-ah, ooh-ah, ooh-ah. It's no representation of the listeners of the show. Ooh, I like this. We listen or we love you and want you to know that we're live five days a week, 
So some days our shows will be weak. We can't always wow. have super strong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Whoa! There's a lot of content to put out there. I don't know how We're I feel only about human. We're not bears. Nah. Well, today we were up and down, mostly down to the ground. We were. It's raining out, it's dark out, and we're tired. Maybe that has to do a little bit with it, but just know that we appreciate you listeners no matter what. Don't That's true. Don't listen to the haters. <laughs> Which is us, basically. <laughs> We've been hating all the long show. On ourselves, don't you know? And that means that the show is over now. It's over now. Jonathan was a first-time listener. <laughs> I hope he'll come back tomorrow and give her another chance, chance, chance. We're pumping out so much content that once in a while we're going to drop the ball a bit. I feel like today that was it. But what do I know? Listen. I, I think you're hard that, on yourself. Uh, oh, thank you. But they say that to be good at anything, you do have to be a little hard on yourself. And there was no sound off the top, which threw me off. You know, I'll know how I feel about technical issues. And <laughs> We started off that way. It was a perfect storm. Perfect storm of... Uh, a mishmash of ingredients have made it a difficult show to flow. <laughs> uh, the song is too long. <laughs> right. Well, I think I think you're being hard on yourself, on our, on us, Whatever. on it. I really do, and yeah. I think I think it's it's absolutely fine. It's a fine show, you know. It's what we I want. Remember, it's fine. No, no, but that's just life. Yeah, you yeah know? I know. I, I'm just, a- everything's I'm like that. No, no, no. Can I just say it's something? It's all good. Can I just say well, something? I don't want to dissect it too much. But oh go ahead. my god, you've been talking about it nonstop, and I'm just trying to say one thing about it. Go ahead. Wendy Liebman, who's an awesome comedian who I met in uh, on Long Island, New York, and she said something that uh, has always stayed with me. She had a quote in regard to stand-up, but it applies to everything. It says, uh, she says that sometimes you're amazing, sometimes you suck, but most of the time you're just fine. And I'm not saying that everybody's aiming to be fine, but really everybody sucks sometimes. Yeah, true. Do we have any comments, by the way? Yeah, I've been kind of saying them as as we go along. Silka just commented, how about the daily forum day? You had a tough weekend, Julian. Daily forum day? Yeah, that's what she wrote. Cute. <laughs> uh, what else? I feel that I've gone through everything, right. actually. Yeah. Okay, well, let's mm-hmm. go for the close. Thank you for being with us, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you. We are live on Facebook Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Eastern at facebook.com slash... The Julian Dion Show, then available on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for subscribing to that, Jenny. I love you. Love you. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow, Wednesday, arrested, ready to take on the day. Tackle, tackle. All right, everybody. Enjoy your Tuesday. Happy day. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. And as always, watch your head. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time